Hi, my name is Carcia. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Hi, my name is Telly, and we're the Her Castle Girls, founders of the Bright Mindset Project. We are your mindful mavens and soulful sisters. Bright Mindset Project is a community that promotes the living your best life lifestyle through mindset, spirituality, and wellness. We believe that when the mind, body, and soul are taken care of with intention, we live the best quality life. We have the power to amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in personal and mindset development, spiritual practices, unconscious mind modalities, and yeah, some life experiences too. Cool with a bit of woo. We are so thrilled. Yes, we are super thrilled. So thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thrilled too. I'm so happy. I'm excited. Uh, You know, I'm I'm ready to spill the tea as you can see. (laughs) So this is good. This is all healing vibes here. So I'm so happy to be here. And that's what it is. This is honestly an honest chat that we always bring to it's connected by her it's all connected by her castle girls and our good friend as you all know we have been working in the lifestyle and fashion industry for a long time and Mm -hmm. through the way we have been able to take on some great friends oh my gosh in so many interesting ways and it's interesting to be having these conversations with our friends because I'm realizing that they are also going through this healing journey this like you know they've realized there's no destination and we are just really flowing <laughs> through it all. Living and flow. <laughs> and one of our friends, Daniel, he is a PR professional. Yes. And there now I know you hear PR professional and then you have a picture and an idea. And of course, yes, you see this young man with these funky glasses on all of and you're like, yeah, makes sense. But beyond the fashion and, you know, PR, there's also an intuitive tarot card reader and a clairvoyant, someone that's totally embraced their their spirituality, embraced their true authentic self. And he is also the founder of Queen de Tarot. We are so excited to have Daniel here because we know that he has a lot to share. Yes. um, Not only about, you know, and it's cool because it's like he's got two sides to himself. Right. He's got like, everyone does, right? PR, professional side, and he's got this clairvoyance, spiritual. No, I guess you can, you know, when we we boil it down, I think we all have so many different sides to who we are, right? I mean, you know, just the same way you guys are. daughters, sisters, friends, and then the list can go on. You know, I play so many different roles in my life. We end up taking on these different roles, right? And I think at some point I was feeling, before Tarot even came into the mix, before Queen D Tarot even was birthed, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, I think I was kind of lost in being a bunch of different things, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm a double air sign, which means that like when there's somewhere to be lost, I get there, you know, I go there. So (laughs) I was just, I think I was just, this hollow being, you know? I mean, you would have never, I mean, we always had so much fun when we got together. We became oh my gosh, yes. 
you would see me in my authenticity. I'd have fun. But it's also, we connected in a space that I don't feel always supports authenticity. You know, everyone's coming up, you know, the lifestyle space, whether you're an influencer, whether you're mm-hmm. in PR, whether you're right. in PR, you're all telling a story. But yeah. is that story authentic to who you are? Because we're all telling stories we think people want to hear. That's mm-hmm. how you get the collaborations. That's how you get the yes. partnerships. That's how you yes. get the clients. That's and it. we get lost in that. And at some point, we think we are being authentic. Right. But then when we get to a point where we feel disconnected, we're like, wait, was that really my authenticity? Yeah. Or was that something I felt like I needed to do or be for a reason? And I think we all end up in those places in the space that we connected in, in life, in relationships with our family, with our friends, you know? Um, And that's sort of the space that gave birth to the tarot, the tarot card, the tarot reader version of me, because I always turned to the spirit world. It was an evolving side of Mm, Yes. And I always turned to tarot and tarot readers for guidance and support. And I had a very close knit group um, who had access to me in that capacity. But then when this pandemic happened, it was just like a full stop for all of us, you know? And then I I realized how relieved I was to not have the burden of these various different things that I needed to be. You know, the events had stopped, you know, to an extent we were all pivoting to uh, figure out a way to do things. You know, we all started to normalize this experience rather than, you know, having to get dressed and rush out of the house two and a half hours earlier, beat traffic, get somewhere, you know. We get lost even in that and we're not even trying to, you know. Right. So yeah. the pandemic really did a full 180, a full stop in all degrees. And it just made me, I could hear myself now. Mm-hmm. Like I could hear my thoughts. There wasn't uh, interrupting me. Yeah. Um, that I could see things, you know. And yeah. then I realized... You know, it's time to change. I always knew I wanted to take care of myself better, but I think I was starting to truly understand what that meant. You know, yes. when you're living a busy life, it really is catching a nap, getting a day off, yeah, and just sleeping, not having to go anywhere, do anything, be anything. You know, right? I really realized, oh my god, it was about self-prioritization because I was prioritizing everything else. Everything, for me. Like- and I know you guys felt it too. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's why I would say gave birth to the spirit side. Yeah. Yeah. The, cool. And I love that you, you know, you brought up that piece about self-love and yes. self-care. And um, yeah, because oh I don't <laughs> like I honestly like I don't feel that even self-compassion, the word was actually even in my vocabulary. I don't think it was in anyone's <laughs> like, I, I never yeah. said that I needed to be compassionate to myself, yes. but I did say that I need to, you know, kick my ass more and be right. more, I, I need to get to things earlier and I need to plan out my outfits like for the week rather, like I was really hard on myself. And I think yeah. all of us were, we all um, were because that's what, we thought success was. Yeah, because we're just learning from what other people have done before us and you just figure, okay, the harder I hit, yeah. the more successful I'll be. But what's the point of getting to that point if you're burnt out? Yeah, like, exactly. So yeah, exactly, and this burnout is a thing too. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, Daniel, um, a question I have for you is, you know, in your opinion, speaking as a spiritual person, because once you get on the other side, you're on the other side. Permanently. <laughs> you're watching everybody else. Permanently. You're yeah. watching it there. Yeah, you're Everyone's watching. Everyone's going through a haywire. Yeah. You're just like, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> in Pop your, popcorn. Right. Like, in your yeah. opinion, what is the greatest obstacle that stops people from stepping into that healing space, whether that looks like therapy, mm-hmm. whether that looks like self 
um, healing practices, meditation, whatever it is that you adapt, what do you think the Mm. obstacles are that stops people from welcoming that? The biggest obstacle I find, and this is something I experienced myself, I think you guys will resonate with this too, but often the clients that do come to me for coaching and um, tarot readings or guidance, um, mm. they all resonate with me with a certain to a certain degree. But then when I start to unpack their, their stories, we're all pretty much the same at, at the ground zero of being in our own way. I think the biggest block is us, you know? Yeah. Because if you think about it, you know, I'll use some heavy experiences, but I'm, I've, I've healed these experiences. But, you know, I was sexually abused for many years as a young child, right? So at some point as a young child, you know, you end up in a circumstance that you have no control over. Yeah. But as we become adults, we do have control over our thoughts and our feelings. Right. We do, to a certain extent, have control over how much we give and how much and how we can put ourselves in situations where we can receive. Um, And also we have the opportunity as adults to put ourselves on that healing path and embrace that healing journey. But we don't, right? Because we're caught up and distracted on, again, things that we need to be, things that maybe the families have said to us, shame and guilt, you know, when it comes to our emotions, it's a layered world. It, It is really a layered world. You can't really separate the child like you and then, you know, separate the adult you. Chances are that feeling of guilt and shame I felt, I use my experience here so I can describe it. Right. But the, right. the feelings of guilt and shame I felt as a child, there were other things that made it more complex and layered it as I grew older. And then I needed to understand it at every different phase in my life. Mm-hmm. Ultimately coming to a point where like, you know, relationships were difficult. You know, how do you, and I didn't realize how being physically and sexually abused, I knew how it would, dysmorph my own opinion of my own body. I had body issues. I struggled with my weight my entire life. Mm -hmm. I had people say things about me. I knew how difficult it would become to eventually become sexually intimate with somebody. I understood that. I didn't understand how it was preventing me from being vulnerable with somebody else. I didn't understand that. Like it had an effect on me that completely took me off guard. But that's because it was an emotion. The experience itself was so fluid that I got caught somewhere in the fluidity and I didn't define it. I just right. kept feeling, 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 and then that's all I was doing. I just kept feeling the fear. I kept feeling the shame. I kept feeling the the, the guilt, but I never ever came to a solution or to a point of understanding what I was feeling. And that happens to all of us. So I don't want anybody listening to this interview to be like, oh my God, like I need to get out of my way. And then that becomes a toxic process of getting out of your way. Yeah. Right. Uh, like exactly. just allow yourself to feel. Yeah. Right. Because mindfulness and spirituality, I always say this too to mm-hmm. people um, when I'm talking about uh, this sort of thing, or, you know, like they'll be like, yeah, come on this live and talk. And I'll always say, okay, but I want people to understand that, you know, mindfulness has a toxic area too. Oh, it does. Where, yeah. When people fully get into that and they're like, well, if I don't wake up at 5 a.m., then, uh, you know, I won't hear from my spirit guides and my spirit guides are going to come out and yell at me because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And, you know, because my child archetype is a victim, I have to, you know, and yeah, and it it, it goes on and on and it can overdo it. Right. Overdoing. And you're not really hearing from, you know, your higher self. You're not hearing from anyone because you're still controlling it. Right? That girl. You know, the thing is, you're right. And what this reminded me of is this idea of getting in the flow with things, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I say that and when people say it, again, 
they do exactly what you just described. They suddenly get into this place where like, you know, I'm just going to flow. I'm going to flow. I'm going to flow. They don't know what flow means. They think it's, I have to accept wherever I'm at. Yes, you do to a certain extent. You do have to tap into the present and understand that you're here and this is what's happening. But it's about accepting that you don't have control over certain things. That you have to honor your feelings, validate your own feelings, don't rely on anybody else to validate them, and just feel them. And a lot of the things that started at the, you know, there was heartbreak at the beginning of the pandemic, of course. Yeah. Some, mm -hmm, to kind of take you there. And it was heartbreak that really, uh, it was the entry point to heighten and amplify and strengthen all the bits of healing that I knew and Mm -hmm. had understood and had experience with. And it kind of now funneled it into this sort of self-acceptance and this unpacking that brought me, I would say, to the core of who I am, which changes on a daily basis. Absolutely. So when it came to flow, you know, somebody else, a mindful coach that I know, she's a very good friend of mine. She's mindful movement, I think, on Instagram. And she told me that mindfulness is really, or detachment, it's not about not feeling. A lot of people feel like when you get into the flow, you have to stop feeling. It's about surrendering to the point and understanding your emotions so deeply that you accept them for what they are and how they exist. And I'm sure she can unpack that for us much deeper. But that's just an epiphany I had speaking to her just a couple of days ago. Yeah. You know, it isn't about not loving that person anymore. It isn't about not getting triggered. It's about understanding, hey, I loved that person for these reasons. Um, whether they love me, whether they didn't love me, happened for those reasons. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it triggered these experiences. And I'm I'm there. I'm doing that. And I'm I'm proud of where I'm at, wherever I'm at. I'm yeah. okay. That's what it is. To me. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, and and I think that. you're so right. Definitely. I think it, it is that awareness piece. It is. Of, you know, whenever I start a meditation, you know, I always ask, you know, make sure you bring, you know, kind awareness to your heart, your body your thoughts and it's like okay why do you need to do that though and it's like the reason why is because you never actually do you're not aware of it you're just like well i'm heartbroken and this sucks and i hate everybody and did and you know you never bring the awareness to say you know what wow my my heart is broken i feel this way and it's okay to feel this way yes yes you know, the reason why I feel this way is because of these certain things, these things trigger me and I have a strategy to recover. Um, that's, I think, the gift that mindfulness and spirituality can bring. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. quick question, I just want to know, you know, because you're such a busy man, you're in PR <laughs> and you're doing tarot and you're helping people going through this Panasonic. But what we want to know is what do you do to refill your cup? Because you give a lot of yeah. yourself yeah. and you're always giving and giving and you have to receive sometimes some energies that you <laughs> wish you didn't need in your life, but yeah. here they come. And you know, I think it's so important for me to acknowledge that like I'm still on that journey of making sure that I fill my cup and that I prioritize yeah. myself. Today I filled my cup with tea. Yes, you did. I was by the way. Mostly Earl Grey, because you know Thank you, Zab. But <laughs> Pinky's out. but you know it's it's understanding that I need a time out from time to time you know there are like I've managed my schedule like you know we we live in a world we've got a nine to five we've got jobs to do we've got schedules right I've managed I I had to understand how my energy was going out and flowing it out of my body you know how I was feeling mentally you know every time I felt a little bit of tension 
how I was feeling, my energy flow in and out. It was important for me because that really indicated to me where I needed to take pauses and whether I needed to, you know, maybe I could do a little more and get re-energized. So one of the things I started to do was go for walks, you know, especially when we ended up in this pandemic where we're in our house and we're not really leaving. I said, let me get out of the house, get some sunshine, even if it was raining, just to breathe in the fresh air and get a little bit of nature. It is so grounding. I'm telling you, every time I go out for a walk and there's like a creek by my house and I just listen to the water, I feel like I can take on the world. I really do. That's something that I really enjoy. Just getting out. Two, understanding that, you know, you guys were saying something about just even feeling angry around, you know, um, heartbreak, you know? Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel a little bit of a negative emotion. We're human. We have a spectrum of emotions. And, you know, feeling is moving. You know, if you are if you don't want to feel angry, then you sometimes you got to feel angry in order to move it out. And then also you've got to feel something in order to get to a place of awareness and understanding so you know what you're feeling, you know? Right. So allowing myself to feel that way, because the minute I, I gave myself permission to feel, oh my right. God, like half my problems were gone. You know, like I realized that, oh my God, like 50% of this was me. I was not allowing myself to feel certain things, right? Even right. if it was a conversation with my sister or my mother or my dad, like it's okay. And then two, to set boundaries because, okay, boundaries was something I really struggled with because it was like, I was a giver. I am still a giver. So there are no boundaries in giving, right? <laughs> I mean, you keep giving. I, I, yes. Keep giving. Yeah, there's like, but why? Like, I feel love for you. Like, I want to give something to you. Like, I should, right? Yeah. But then as I, I got deeper and deeper into my healing journey, I realized, oh my God, overgiving is a form of imbalance, especially if it's not being reciprocated. Now, if you're giving and it's being reciprocated, then we've got equality. Yeah. Yes. But if you give, 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 and you're not getting something in return, then you're actually contributing to the imbalance of the entire picture because you think the giver is the one that gets portrayed in the positive light. I'm the one who's loving. I'm the one who's giving, Like, but I'm also part of the problem. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. So glad you said that. Yes. The exchange of energy is something that people don't seem to realize. And I have met people that have come to me and said, you know, every time I go to someone's house, I bring something, you know, I'm like, well, you know, is it their birthday? Like, did, did they do something for you that made it where you have to bring something? Right. And they're like, no, but then they also have these feelings of, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be, and they don't realize that it's connected connected. to the idea of, Mm -hmm. I need to keep giving, whether that be your time, your energy and and Mm -hmm. things like that. And and the boundaries are, well, there are none. There are none. And I think too, that, you know, our school system has set us all up to be this way. Boy, did they ever. (laughs) You know, they, they told us that we need to constantly perform and do the things to be validated or or to be valued. So we feel that, well, the more that I give, regardless of the situation, regardless of this person also gives to me, I need to give. And that's, you know, as long as I give, then I'll be valued. And I think it's a very dangerous mindset to be in. And you give and give until what? Like, yeah, until there's like, well, chances are people give and give and give and give, and then they just continue. Like, it doesn't end, exactly. you know, until there's a point where they feel really unvalidated. And I guess I also realized that, you know, my overgiving was seeking validation. Mm. You know, that 
I was I was looking for someone to appreciate what was being given to them. I was looking for someone to say something nice, like a self-affirmation, you know? Uh, but then yeah, at some yeah. point I realized even in my upbringing, I was told to always be kind and compassionate mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah. Except myself. Like, nobody taught me to be self-kind, self-compassionate. I mean, you have to be kind. You have to be polite. You don't fight. It's like, but no, sometimes you gotta fight. Especially sometimes if you do. Is, sometimes you gotta. You know what I'm saying? Like, so where are those boundaries, right? So, and, you know, sometimes my, my mom does this a lot. She'll be like, you know, like, you did so much for your friend. Like, did you get anything in return? Or, you know, I just want to. And she came from a good place. I was very yeah. resistant to her asking me these questions. But as I got deeper and deeper into my healing journey, I said, you know, she's actually trying to protect me and she's trying to make sure that the friends I'm investing in are investing in me too. That if I'm pouring in your cup, then you're also pouring into mine, you know? And I I really do take a pause after each time she asks me that to consider whether I am doing something that's actually serving me or not. Because I'll be honest with you, giving is so ingrained in my system. Sometimes I'm giving and I don't even know I'm giving until somebody says I am. Like I went to somebody's house, they invited me over to a party. You know, naturally you don't show up empty handed and stuff. And my mom will be like, yeah. overdone it. Like it's one thing for a house gift, but like your bag but is full. Your bag is Of grand, of grand bags. Yes. gonna be one, like. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like a, a bottle of, you know, wine or a, yeah. a, a nice box of tea would have been enough yeah you didn't yes. have to. you decided to go <laughs> to best it's buy and get them a 63 yeah. tv yeah bring yeah. it into their but house, also, like, house yeah the thing is you know aside from gifts and stuff it was also understanding that it was a gift of time yeah and also the gift of friendship because those are the type of things i started to value in this pandemic that you know somebody taking time out of their day because oh now gosh. when i take time out of my day i'm i can feel it you know, especially mm. as we kind of get back out there right now, I can feel myself having to invest time somewhere. Yes. So if somebody's taking time to show up for me somewhere, or even if they've taken the time to invite me out to something personal, that itself is an energy exchange coming to us, right? I don't need to rely on something material to give that back. Right. You know, my presence oh. is a gift. It, let let these it people is. know your it, presence is the is. gift. You are the gift. <laughs> and I think... That's the one thing that I think I've personally learned as well is that, wow, I want to make sure I only spend time with people that I actually like. Absolutely. Like, I'm sure. Absolutely. And I think we're becoming more mindful of that. Yeah. I think so. I think it's funny how despite all the losses of the pandemic, a lot of people woke up to say, you know what? I never even really liked that person. <laughs> I was only friends with them because they because had to be in the same You know? I would say, I mean, obviously the pandemic has, have, has had devastating effects. So I, I don't ever want to underestimate or take away from that. Yeah. But for me personally, sometimes it's hard to remove yourself from certain, from certain commitments, yeah. from certain parties, from certain, you know, you build a relationship with this group of people that you want to make sure you show up because it could have a ripple effect elsewhere. It's like getting onto PR lists yeah. and yeah. brand lists, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you start to realize that you don't have to seek that validation anymore. You know, it's, it's, it, it's, it, it was easier in this pandemic to figure out who shows up, who doesn't show up. It was easier. Nobody, there was no drama in a fallout. Everybody was going into their corners. So when everybody started to get out of their corners, they went where they knew they needed to be. 
you know? So getting out of a certain social group wasn't tough, you know? Getting off of somebody's list or not wanting to go somewhere wasn't the biggest insult of life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not receiving a bunch of free stuff. It's not a problem anymore because I don't want to fill up my space with with all that stuff. You know, like it became easier. Yeah. It became easier to set at ground zero, I think. I I appreciated that. Yeah. I agree. So much drama. Yeah. I agree. 100%. 100%. So, Daniel, in your opinion, yeah. how does one know when they are called to do something? Oh. You know, that is a tough one. For me, mm-hmm. it was the understanding. For me, it was different. Like, with, with heartbreak, I knew I was being asked to look at things. But I didn't know what it was I needed to look at. And the question, when I say I was being asked, it wasn't a form a formulated question in my head. Right. You know, it was this thing that had no name, no physical form. It was just there. And I knew that I needed to discover it. And I just allowed myself to feel. And it was a gradual process in understanding myself better. I think we are all called to get to know ourselves better. I think we are constantly called to surrender to our journey of self-love and self-acceptance and healing we are it's just that we've built so much gunk in our in our energy and in our mind that we don't listen to that voice we all have an intuitive an intuition you know everybody some people describe it as a gut feeling somebody mm-hmm. describes it as a voice in my head it's your intuition yeah it's always talking to you you yeah. always know where you're not supposed to be but you show up anyways for an x amount of reasons right yeah. so and we're all being called. Your intuition is speaking to you every day. So, you know, the universe is calling you every day. It's just whether yes. you're choosing to pick up the phone or not. That's the right. situation. That's that's what I feel it is. And I realize that, you know, I was hanging up on the universe a lot. <laughs> I was, sometimes I answered the call and I put it back down, you know? So, <laughs> and sometimes I didn't answer. Stop calling sometimes me. I put the phone on silent. So who's calling the, oh, universe. I realized. I was on do not disturb, you know? And I realized that I just wasn't picking up the phone. And then I got into this point where things got so uncomfortable Mm. that I needed to answer. And the answer of the call was simply allowing myself to disconnect from things I didn't want to be around, to canceling an event if I never felt like going to it, not showing up to a phone call if I didn't feel like it on that day. Of course, I want to say all that with responsibility. You know? Right. I just this isn't this. I think there's a side of the spirit world that that's like, well, you know, you don't like, you know, owe anybody a reply. You know, but it's uh, okay. I'm gonna digress here for a second. It's like blocking somebody. Yeah. You know, yes. it's like I understand that if you need to take that step, of course. But I really am a proponent of healthy conversation beforehand. Absolutely. Because when you take that step, you are also negatively impacting somebody else. That is a ripple effect. You know, that's you give effect. Get what you serve. So. I am all about respecting people's journeys. You know, we get to that place differently. Some of us are not able to get past that moment and then we take some actions. And if you feel called to go back and create a conversation, absolutely, do what you need to do. But it's like that, like whatever you decide, if you decide not to show up, then send that email, let them know that you will be showing up. You know, decide not to invest in somebody, have that conversation and allow that energy exchange to come to a common place of an ending, you know? Because I feel like when you block people, you block the energy. That's yes. true. You're also blocking something within you, right? Yeah. You want to create flow. So I, I, I just felt like I needed to say that response. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yes, I'm but glad you did. It's okay not to want to do things. 
you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes, no, yeah, it, it, it totally does. I think that is so wise. And I think we do have to encourage these healthy conversations Definitely. that aren't fun. You know, popular like, thing. Yeah, breaking up about. with a friend <laughs> or saying to a friend, hey, you know what? Like, I am this way and I will not be coming to this party you're having because I honestly don't want to go. However, hey, if you want to go out for dinner, I'll take you out for dinner. We can grab, you know, drinks next week if you want. I just don't want to be around. And the people who are the best ones that you know are for you when they accept that. You know, there was this one week where I just couldn't do it and I messaged my friend. I said, you know what? I've been off more than I can chew this week. And it's just a little difficult today. I really need to stay in. And she goes, oh my God, no problem at all. I'll just take care of these things. And like, why don't we try it again next week? People, they will honor your energy. You know, now if you've got somebody that I just all this time out of my day. Now, if it becomes a disrespectful act, if it's a habit, it's something else. But I really feel that the people who are meant to be there for you will honor that. They will. I fully agree with that. I fully agree. So, Daniel, um, what has been the best advice you've ever received or you know, best wisdom you've ever been given? I know that's a huge question, but we always like to leave listeners and watchers with something that, yeah, you know, they can take with them. Or even maybe something that you've learned and you've taken on yourself as a mantra you say to yourself that helps you get through these interesting times. Well, you know, there was one that I came across actually in this, hmm. I mean, I created this deck, but I believe it nice. was... Oh, show it. Oh. The, the, the viewers and list- yes. yes. So it's my self affirmations <laughs> deck. You can see it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to send you both one, actually. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, it is I am yeah. abundance. Yes. I am abundance. You know? Yes. Just yeah. the fact that you live and breathe is you tapping into source energy. Understand this power and know that you are abundance personified. Oh, and I love it. in forgiveness, there is freedom. I think those are the two things that I would probably say. How can you? compassionately set boundaries and how can you forgive because you know forgiving somebody doesn't need to make an excuse for any action taken against you or an action that you've taken you know what it does is saying it's an acceptance of the situation for what it is and where you both exist on that end of that equation you know and it really does allow you to move forward freely forgiveness is freedom I've heard it multiple times many people I can't name all of them because I just yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I say it to myself all the time, forgiveness is freedom, you know? Um, and I think that once you get into that place, it's so easy to forgive yourself too. You know, like sometimes we're human. Sometimes our, our, our toxic patterns, our bad habits, they find us, you know? And so it's, it's about how you can forgive yourself from just having a moment, from a yes. tough moment, you know? Sometimes you don't react to a conversation in a better way. And then you just come back to it and be like, you know what, I could have reacted better. If you allow yourself that freedom, it's so much easier to live your life. And you actually realize like your things don't stress you out as much. I actually said this to myself the other day. I'm like, you know what? I'm not stressed. Like nothing is bothering me, you know? And like client calls that used to stress me out. Like I was the one, of course there's pressure with work, you know, but I was the one who was like turning it into something and making it into something and creating all these blocks. Whereas Mm -hmm. I was, I'm like, I'm just going with the flow. It is what it is today. Tomorrow is a different story. We That's do what it. we can. We make whatever. We make the impact we can today. Tomorrow we try again. You know? And 
once I adopted that flow, oh my God, the sunshine is brighter. I can hear the the, the river in my ear. <laughs> the pebbles. <laughs> water you know, so I, I would say forgiveness is freedom. And to understand that you are everything you need. You know? It, yes. You know, you've got food in the fridge. You've got money in the bank account. You woke up today. Those are really the things that you just need to make sure. Yes. Yeah. You know? Everything else is, Rude. doesn't matter. So true. I love that. And uh, that idea of just going down back to the simplicity that's it. of, you know, like simplicity the of life. survival. I love that. You try to pare it down to the basics. Then yeah. you realize everything else is just a fluff and frill. And, yes, you know, we do need is. the fluff and frill. So what? what's the fluff that we need? What's the frill that we need? You know, like, right. if you right. really take it out to the basics, I'm paying my bills, okay? There was a time where I couldn't even pay them on time. So I am paying them right now. I've got food in the fridge. I've got no problems. Yeah, I got no problem. I have to make sure. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've, and once, once I got there, but really, you know, I'm sure there are challenges to life, but I'm not making them into problems. That's because it. making them into problems, it's a conversation I've created that then creates blocks, you know? Exactly. And, you know, and I'm just out there, just being me. I That's all the, the most I can ask for, you know? It's oh. the most. And I'm the one that's at the center of it all. Yes. So, when you start giving away and chipping away at yourself, even the basics begin to become really difficult. When really they're your foundations, they're your foundations to live. So, yes. Ah, oh, I knew Daniel. it. I knew Daniel was gonna drop these gems, <laughs> load everyone's on. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I, ah, look, we are so happy so and appreciative so for you making the time to chat with us yes. today. I know that there's something there for everyone. I think a lot of people will be able to resonate. Well, I sure do. Um, I got know, a lot with, Daniel. with what we talked about mm-hmm. today. Daniel, can you share your social media? Let everyone know where they can information find you. So people can find you. Y'all need to yes. find this man. So the personal um, website is danielpillay.com and then the Instagram is daniel.pillay. Yes. And then if you're interested in all things uh, tarot and spirit, it's queen, D-D-E-E, queen, D-tarot, uh, com and at queen, D-tarot. And there are so many scammers out there, so you'll know which one's the right. I think my personal one has over 13K. Yes. The tarot one has over 15K. And if the scammers come after you, there's only one real queen. Let these people know. Let, let them know. Remind, them. Them. remind them. But you know, I do <laughs> want to say thank you. I do want to say thank you to both of you because um, creating conversation is just as powerful as the people that you're having it with. You know, so thank you for having a platform like this. Thank you for creating that flow because today we we gave to each other and we we both all three of us received everything we needed. But I think this is just as important as the people that you introduced. So thank you for for bringing me into the space. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Daniel. you, Daniel. I appreciate that, that so, so much. You know what? Actually, I do have one more question. Just remember, yes. Yes. Daniel, because you're in that spiritual space, if you could read a tarot to anyone, who would it be? Oh, oh um... You get that, the phone rings and it's somebody. <laughs> and they say, Daniel, I need you and only you. To you know what? Me. I would read it to my younger self. Oh! Yeah. I would read it hear that? to me. Six, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old Daniel, and I'm sure, and I'm so confident the cards would have said that you were going to be okay. Yeah. And I think if if that kid back then knew he was going to be okay, I think things would have been 
a little a lot easier. But that's the one person I would definitely. You know what? I read for him every day. Let's let's just say that. You know, we have to. I honor my inner child as much as I yeah. can. I forget sometimes, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I love that, and love I'm a huge it. fan of Ooh. inner love work it. and sending healing to your child self i think it's so important so important and that yeah. answer that's an incredible answer love it yeah. oh, <laughs> love it I wish that was not a pr answer it wasn't no no it was not uh, no that it was not a pr no, answer that was, that was daniel daniel yeah. Yeah. daniel thank you again thank for you. joining us daniel. thank you for bringing your cool glasses yes everyone on that's listening make sure you get on youtube to see this man's glasses yes and his awesome blazers the vibes very like something so right on the website i'm here for that place i know If you enjoyed our conversation, be sure to listen in next week. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on YouTube and Instagram. Just search our handles, Hercastle Girls and Bright Mindset Project. Check out our website, brightmindsetproject.com to book free clarity calls and see what one-on-one group programs are available. Stay bright.